Welcome, friends, to Tanked Up, the podcast all about video games and beer. I'm one of your hosts, Ben, here this week with Lucy. Hi, Ben. I'm back. Yay. Back in the groove. Hello. Um, and we, even though you told me last week after we'd uh, recorded, uh, Adler's on holiday. He's not, uh, he's not here. Uh, and we only just realised about, what, three minutes ago when he popped up in the chat and said, yeah, I'm not in the country. Sorry. It's like, yeah. oh... Oh yes, it's alright. Um, in sunny Spain, yeah. <laughs> but it's absolutely. It's been thrashing down here all day. It's miserable. Oh, I just want to see the sun for more than five minutes. <laughs> at least, at least, like it's sunny. If it is sunny when it's not cloudy and rainy, uh, it could be sunny until at least half past seven in the evening. Now, like evenings are suddenly yeah. a thing again. That the, the, the sun is up. If it ever decides to come back, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. This is the dullest uh, March since, like, what was it, 1984? Jeez, really? Yeah. Wow. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Interestingly, before we get on to beer and games, um, the summer of 2020, mm-hmm. when, when COVID hit, and it was, like, unprecedented heat for a sustained amount of time, for, for, for weeks, for months... It was just hot and lovely and sunny. Supposedly, that was again like a, a, a record-breaking time for the amount of days gone without any like rainfall and things like that. And uh, I read a stat basically saying that that kind of summer is now a like one in three or four-year event. So there's a potential, yeah, there's a potential that this summer will be similar, or if it's Hell not this yeah. summer, then maybe next summer. That I it want it every be, summer. Yeah, you're in there. Climate change Global is happening. Global warming didn't say anything about grey. <laughs> I only heard about the sun and mosquitoes. That's what I want. Not grey. Absolutely. Um, but this weather uh, spoke to me in a way that it's influenced my beer choice. Um, so I have uh, I have gone for a stout this evening. Um, as we come out of the darker, wintry sort of season... And we just go into the grey, rainy season now for a little <laughs> yeah. bit. Um, I am going to drink this evening uh, a beer with um, Michael B. Jordan on the front, Killmonger. Um, oh, it's not actually him. It's just a guy in, in the <laughs> yeah, fashion of with some, with some swords. A uh, big buff bloke at... Is it, is it like Blades of Chaos that he's got on? Almost, yeah, almost, oh. almost. Um, is Tartarus? It is Tartarus, yes. It's <laughs> called Ogun, and it is 9.5%. Okay. Um, we do have a little bit of flavour text. In the Yoruba region, Ogun is the primordial Orisha. It is said that he cleared the path for other Orisha to enter Earth. He cleared the path with a metal axe and the help of, an, <laughs> uh, and the help of a dog. He is seen as a god of war and metal but also a patron of rum. In his earthly life, he was said to be the first king of... Eif. Uh, when his subjects refused to show him respect, he killed them, and then himself. Mm. Jesus. I agree. Um, yep, disappearing into the earth, he promised to help anyone that called his name. In honour of Ogun, we have brewed a straight-up strong stout loaded with dark malts, giving this stout rich, dark chocolate and coffee notes. Show and go and respect by raising this beer. And I'm going to do that. It's a vegan beer. Very Doesn't- nice. Give me anything else in terms of the ingredients apart from sort of the the allergens. So, yeah. Oh, gun. Okay. Uh, Lucy, what are you drinking? Yeah, I am drinking um, beer that I saw do the rounds maybe a few weeks ago. It is the Dipper Free from Glass House. Mm. Um, this one. Uh, it's a double IPA. Uh, 8%. It's got Nelson Sovin, Nectaron. That sounds like a new Transformer. Um, and Citra. <laughs> I am Nectaron. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, doesn't have any flavour text. So yeah, yeah, free, free. Oh, maybe it's called Dipper Free because they're using free hops, or maybe it's one of their. I, I, I've never. It was quite a. You see a lot of people posting about this, and it was like, I didn't know there was a Dipper 1 and 2. I mean, Glasshouse are, I'd say, fairly new on the scene-ish. Yeah, probably ish, less than years. Five, mm. five years old at this point, so... But yeah, I just saw it doing the rounds, it's like, 
Okay, just saw it on a shelf. It was like, I like a dipper. Nice. Barely see them anymore. So yeah. I'll try that. <laughs> oh. I, we we talked about this a few episodes back, didn't we? About the the, the lack of dippers. Um, oh. I don't think I drank it on air, but I had that North Dipper I had in my fridge. I was just like, yep, yeah. just straight up. Oh, yes, good yes. Dipper. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I, had, need, I had the Colonel one, the, because it's their first dipper they've done, it's done like five years or something like mm-hmm. that. It was, it was okay. Like, it was it was just Colonel quality, which is always good. <laughs> but yeah. it's just like, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a dipper. Yeah. Nice. It's Colonel. Who the fuck? You know, what I mean? it's just like, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, I I've just had a quick look at Nectaron. Um, <laughs> it's a New Zealand variety. Went by the number Hort okay. four three three seven. People may have seen beers with that in. Um, Nectaron is a full sister of Waimea, and was developed in partnership with New Zealand's plant and food research, and took over seventeen years before the full release. So it's a it's Ooh. a hop that's been in development for f- seventeen years. Interesting, because yeah, don't often see Waimea anymore. I guess. Mm. Maybe they. It's just like okay, maybe this is drying up or getting too expensive or something. Maybe time to uh yeah. Interesting. I want to create a hop. You know how people want to name stars and stuff like that. I want the blue sea hop. Nice. That is my goal in life. What would you do? Would you do it from? Mosaic. Oh, do, you, yeah. do, you, do you spur that off in some <laughs> yeah. way? Yes. Yeah. I just make mosaic point two. <laughs> <laughs> just a more mosaic tasting. <laughs> just more, please. Smelling mosaic. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. Ah. Perfect. Oh, uh, that ch- is it Chubbles? Yeah. From is it Cloudwater? Do that? It is Cloudwater. That's Cloudwater yeah, and the Vale. From the states, okay. I think. Yeah, that's doing the rounds now. Yes, yeah, I haven't seen it advertised anywhere in Bristol. Um, the only place that were stocking Cloudwater was Bottles and Books, um, mm-hmm. so I might try and give them. A, I haven't got any meetings up that way. That's normally when I try and tie in a, a visit. When I, yeah. I try and go like, oh, it's over that way. I'll set a meeting for like eleven o'clock. So by the time I'm finished and I've driven down. Then I'll be at Bottles and Books for like just after midday. And I could just pop in for half an hour and go and have a look. And I haven't got anything coming up even in the next two weeks. So I might have to take a trip over on the weekend just to see if, or just watch the social media feed and see <laughs> if it comes in, basically. Um, but I haven't had troubles for the last two or three years. Yeah, I had it last year. Don't think I had it the year prior. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's like on and off for me as well. Yeah. Mm. Um, so the, 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 the is nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the beers this evening. Then. Um, this Tartarus, it's obviously what you would expect mm-hmm. from a from a stout. It did pull with a bit of a bigger brown head, uh, um, laces to the glass quite nicely. Uh, mm-hmm. Very light smell. I was expecting something yeah. bigger for for mm-hmm. nine and a half percent. I don't know if there are any dates on this. There's nothing imprinted. I don't think there was anything on the. Bottle cap? No. So I haven't got any dates on here mm-hmm. to sort of know whether I'm close to when it was brewed. I mean, um, it's a stout, so... Oh, uh, absolutely. I'm just wondering whether it would have had a mm-hmm. bit of a bigger nose, you know, if it was, oh, if it was kind of bit. two months old yeah. rather than six months old sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's nice, very light, a little bit of chocolate on the nose, like a, a slight sweetness. I have cooled it down. Um, mm-hmm. It's been in the fridge for about two hours. So it's probably around six, seven degrees, something like that now. So it's a little cold. Oh, but it's a lovely flavour. Yeah. Mm. I'll sit with my hand around the glass for a minute. But um, instantly, mm-hmm. I'm getting that, that kind of big roasted note. That's a little bit bitter that sits in the background, and it's almost a like halfway between a roasted sort of cold coffee and a really dark chocolate. So it's sort of okay. sat in between those two flavors, or at least those two flavors are working so well 
they're like, oh, which one is it pulling more towards? I'm getting both. And hmm. it feels like it starts off a little bit sweeter. Because that combination sounds like a lot of bitter to me. Yeah, so mm. it, it hits in quite sweet at the beginning. Mm. And you could almost, I don't think there is lactose in it. No, there's there's not. You could almost mistake uh, uh, like the start for a milk stout, how sort of creamy and, mm. and sweet that first kind of okay. note is. Um, mm. and, and it comes in really smooth. But then it dries out so much and it bitters. It yeah. kicks that bitterness up absolutely loads. It sat right at the back of my mouth. Incredibly bitter, but really, really good. So I say, okay. it, it, moving okay. between those two, like, oh, is it a slightly cold coffee? Um, slightly, <laughs> slightly burnt cold coffee. Not even quite roasted, like a slight burnt edge to mm. it, which again okay. leads into that kind of really eighty percent, ninety percent dark chocolate kind of uh, mm. uh, area. So yeah, I mean, <coughs> I love a bit of beer. This is this is hitting quite yeah, nicely. Yeah. Um, I think the only thing I would say is if that slight, smooth, sweetness stuck around for a few seconds longer. You know, if it was mm-hmm. if it was ten seconds of that rather than the five seconds that it is, this would be absolutely perfect. Um, but we'll, ab- yeah, absolutely. So I'll, yeah. I will I will grip my glass. And warm it up a couple of degrees to see if that yeah. makes much difference. Um, but yeah, that's Ogun for at least the last two minutes. Lucy, how's your beer? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Dipper Free is very much a block of colour. Mm. Um, bit, bit more orangey than it looks on the camera. Um, yeah, just it's opaque. You cannot see anything through that. It's got a gorgeous smell. Um, oh, like mango, maybe even a bit of kiwi. Ooh. Yeah, just tropical fruits, maybe mm. a bit of papaya. It smells delightful. Nice. Mm. Ooh, yeah. That's nice. That is very nice. Ooh. I mean, it's like, uh, maybe you could call it like one of the juice bombs of old. It's like, Ooh. it's not it's, it's not apologetic about just how much fruit uh-huh. <laughs> there is on the flavour. I'm trying to think if there's, pick up if there's anything after that. Like, you know, maybe expect a bit of like pininess, a bit of bitterness. It feels like this is just, no, this is fruit, but... It doesn't taste like a smoothie or something like right. that. Tastes, it still tastes like a beer. Good, I'll good. Go for another sip. Yeah, it's not edging in that kind of, uh, what do they call a milkshake IPA kind of area. It's 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 just straight up kind of juice. Yeah, it is. And it's really smooth, but good. it's still got a bit of, it's still got, you can still have a bit of hoppiness on the mm-hmm. tongue. So I think that's where it, it, it's clawed back to being a beer. Um, but yeah, it's just fruit. And it's like every fruit that I had on like the aroma, I'm getting in the taste. Nice. Like nothing is lost. That is a seriously nice beer. Um, mm, nectar on. My new favourite <laughs> of. <laughs> um, again, having a, a read just now, I just double checked. Um, it A couple of different sources give a couple of different notes but they're essentially saying tropical fruits and stone fruits, uh, mm. um, r- ranging from pineapple, passion fruit to mango to peach. So yeah, I, I think you know whether the nectaron, nectaron is doing a bit of heavy lifting in that beer, it's probably delivering yeah. a lot of those flavors. What were the other yeah. two hops in it? Was it um, Citra? So, Citra. But Nelson Sovin, mm. I'd expect more of a you no know, vinous like quality to it, but I'm not getting that. Maybe, maybe a tiny bit, but not a lot of it. And mm, does it, does it, it I'm try, try creep in, it it creep in towards the finish? I always find Nelson Sauvignon kind think, of creeps think, yeah. in towards the finish with a little bit of a nutty note if it's paired with sort of bigger hops. If it's paired with something mm. a little more lightweight, you can get those vinous qualities sort of straight off. I usually get like something that like, like grapes, like... Mm. 
just that slight, you know, just grapes just picked off the vine kind of taste mm-hmm. to it. Like, still juicy, still fruity, but yeah, just a little edge to it. So maybe I'm picking up on that a bit, but but yeah, like in terms of like pininess or there's not a lot of bitterness, um, not a lot of maltiness. It's just fruit. <laughs> you know what I mean? It is just fruit, but it's it's not because hmm. It, this feels like a throwback to like you know some of the cloud water beers nice. like of like um juice bombed them a few <laughs> few years ago <laughs> where it was just full on fruit but you know if i guess those also felt a bit heavier like this feels surprisingly light for an eight percent beer um, mm-hmm. and a dipper i mean it'll probably you know start hitting me in a bit and this is the kind of dangerous beer that you can have like five of easy, easily. Yeah. But you're thinking that's not a good idea because God knows how much sugar is in this. All. <laughs> <But>, um, <laughs> it, it's it, that's a top notch beer. Um, yeah, I like Glasshouse beers. A lot of them that I've tried and um, sampled. I mean, obviously living in Birmingham, always mm-hmm. find a few. I usually like lighter like four or five percent beers like pilsners pale ales and stuff like that they should do more of these yeah this is just number three what are they doing <laughs> this should be number 13 I was gonna, we, we, we need to be at number 13 or 14 by mm-hmm. the summer don't we just just mm-hmm. one a week one a week please it'll be fine this is a perfect summer beer nice like end of the night you want to get a little bit effed up um just have four of these <laughs> and think nothing of it and just be in heaven yeah. Just finish the Tear night on that. Just... Rack of ribs or something, yeah. Just <laughs> paddling pool. I mean, d- this d- is twelve <laughs> o'clock paddling pool settings. <laughs> this is what this is. Mm. Good, good. Should we drink to these and talk about some games? Man, I'm gonna finish this in like three seconds. <laughs> well talk, Lucy. Talk. You missed last week. Let's yeah. let's let's jump you in yeah. with whatever yeah. you've been up to for the last couple of uh, a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um the embargo on Dredge has lifted. Ooh, nice. I'm saying this confident. Yes, it has because yes, because I've seen reviews. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's it's good. The, the the boat fishing simulation game mm. that I, I feel like I saw more previews for this game more than any other game. Um, yeah. In recent memory, um, which is good because I mean it seems like. A, a, you know, obviously a smaller scale game that's just made by a passionate team and they had a vision and I think they pretty much nailed it. It's it's very it's a very tight experience. It's uh, I think I think it's about I wish I had my Steam Deck um, because I want to see how much time it took me to complete. I might get up Steam, um, but I think it took me. Around, I think it could probably take around eight hours to do like the main story. Okay. Just, just, just sail right through that. Um, I think, you know, people who maybe want to do more of the fishing, you know, fill out the, um, like, what would you call it? Like an inventory of all the fish that you can catch. Mm-hmm. That catch. I think that would probably take you up to like I don't Codex. know. Codex. Yeah. Um. Mm. The. The fish Pokedex, um, that would probably take maybe about 12, 15 hours. Okay, wow, right. Is that because with the kind of the, the, the progress of the game as you're moving through, do you move through kind of different areas to go and catch different fish? Is it yeah. how is it set? Is it like an open or open ocean, I suppose, um, with yeah. different areas that you? have to go to for different fishes at different times of day that different fish appear like are there all these exactly. massive variables yeah. yeah yeah so it's like uh a bit bit rng as to what you catch um right. sometimes so i guess filling out the um entire like rolodex of fish could get a bit um you know a bit annoying but um yeah my time on steam was 15.7 hours wow okay um so yeah, it's I didn't get everything. 
Mm. Um, I think there's a little bit of idle time in there, a bit of meandering because I didn't do, you know, I didn't do the story, just bam, bam, bam. I I messed around in it a bit, little bit and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But but yeah, I'd probably say probably about twelve to fifteen hours is probably what most people will do if they don't just mainline the story and right. they want to, you know, do some of the side quests because there are side quests. But um, the game basically starts out with your washed up ashore of this little island um, and your trawler or whatever basically got destroyed in like the sea uh, that night this mayor of this island is like have my boat, you have to pay it off but here's my boat um, oh no, it's Tom Nook <laughs> uh, this guy's much nicer than Tom <laughs> Nook because he pretty much pay off the boat like within a couple of days I okay, nice because um, the, the game is set on yeah, it's set on day cycles that's how time passes in this game (laughs) time only passes when when you're sailing or when you're right fishing um time otherwise stands still sort of like okay but yeah which is nice so because when you want to you know go through inventories look at what Mm. you've caught upgrade your ship which is a big part of the game um time freezes through that so you can do all of that without the constraints of the time cycle um going by uh because the day cycle is quite an important part of the game because you can fish at any point of the day, um, but during the day everything's, you know, calming, soothing, the music's all nice and mm-hmm. lovely vistas. I mean, it's got a great art style, you know, just out there sailing and doing fishing. Um, but then at night, uh, it's basically, okay, I need to get back to shore because you have this fear meter, which Mm. there's something strange going on in these seas. And when you're out at night, you know, you start hallucinating. There's like this gauge, eyeball in the middle of the screen. And it's like, if you haven't had enough sleep and you're out at night, you start to get a bit paranoid, start seeing things. Like when you're sailing the ship, like suddenly a rock will just come up right out of the, uh, out of the blue, if you don't have your like your fog lamps on, and you don't have that, you know, it it does. It's really clever how it does it. Like with the draw distance, it's mm-hmm. like okay, or, or the fog, like sort of like Silent Hill or something, where it's like okay, something just pops out of the <laughs> the ocean. It's just like okay, I just rammed my boat into a rock, um, <laughs> and we're dead now. Um, <clears throat> which is the worst thing that can happen. It's like the game resets at the last checkpoint okay. usually if you haven't destroyed your boat up to that point which hopefully you won't have you'll just you'll leave a loose some fish um, overboard or a part of the ship will be damaged so mm-hmm. it's like oh i can't use my net anymore uh, or i can't use my fog lights anymore which is going to cause even more of a problem trying to you know moor onto the dock um to get all my fish back mm. but um yeah, so it's basically this really good, you know, um, what's it called? What's it called? Um, like the cycle of the game, like the what you do in the game. Oh, my mind it's getting worse. My memory. Gameplay um, loop. Yes. <laughs> See, this is why you're here, Ben. Yep. The gameplay loop. That thing. Yes, the gameplay loop is like really tight and really really engaging it's like okay um go out to fish get back to shore sell my stuff if i've got enough money upgrade my ship or fix the parts of the ship that i've damaged rinse and repeat Mm -hmm. there are side quests where it's like okay i want these freaky fish that only come out at night so it's like a balancing act of how long do i stay out Mm. at night trying to catch these fish and you know what's going to happen if I can't see my way back or I start hallucinating or these apparitions start, you know, appearing in the night and all this and that. So it's like, yeah, it's, you know, just enough tension, but a really satisfying, engaging game loop at the same time. Nice, nice. um, Is there any additional element to it, like a shop or a... uh, I know, like, something like... um, what was it that Adol played? Moon Glow Bay, um, oh, yeah. which was like yeah. a fishing sim. But you came back mm-hmm. and you cooked the fish, 
Or you no. prepared it and you chucked it in a vending machine for people to buy. And there was like town upgrade systems and all of that no. sort of stuff. Is there anything extra kind of attached to it? No, and I think that's where some people may be disappointed at the end. Because the first like 30 minutes of the game is basically like, you know, just no cruff. Just get in. Here's the gameplay loop. Mm-hmm. This is how you sail. This is how you fish, which is just basically a different mini game for each fish, like pressing the button at different times or whatever. Um, go sell the fish to the to the fishmonger, and when you got money, upgrade your ship at the right. at the uh, at the dock, and that's it. Like <laughs> it doesn't evolve beyond that. It basically explains all the systems within like the first half an hour. There's nothing. There's nothing really beyond that, and I think that's why some people might be disappointed. As you say, there's no, there's no more simmy elements in okay. terms of upgrading the town. You know, doing this and doing that. There are some side quests, but those are just typically doing the same thing, like you know, dredging for materials from other ships that have been shipwrecked or. Mm catching fish um yeah there's nothing really beyond that and for me that was fine mm. you know because it's like the systems that are there and the, even though they're you know don't expand beyond the first half an hour they're fun the gameplay loop is fun and it keeps you engaged for that you know the 15 hours that i played um there's the main storyline which is basically um you know there are there's something weird going on, like with the fear meter, and you know, there's some eldritch horrors, and you know, in the ocean, you might see them from time to time. But and there's this creepy guy on this other island, you basically have to get five relics for him. Okay. What he's gonna do with them, don't know. I still don't know <laughs> because, um, I chose one of the endings, I think there's only two. Not quite sure what happened, okay. but I was just like, oh. <laughs> you know, it, it was. It, it that was a little disappointing that there wasn't a bigger payoff, but it's very hard to balance. Okay, we're gonna have this creepy story full of tension. What's this weird dude doing on this island? Mm. And at the same time, being like, oh, there's this like simmy elements. Like, can you catch all the fish? Can you, <laughs> you know, there's this dog. Why don't you give him to some one of the island's residences? It's like. You know, you can't have your cake and eat it too yeah. sometimes. And I think this is a perfect example of it. Um, so, yeah. But yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. It was something that I just... I think I played, like, all of it on, like, one... No, I played... Okay. I played to the point where it said, okay, this is the point of no return, basically. Or it's like I could, you know, got, like, the last relic. Mm-hmm. So I knew I was going to be at the end. And I played up to there in like one sitting basically just one day so it's like it, that's how engaging right. the gameplay loop is so even though it doesn't expand beyond its initial mechanics or the stories you know and that kind of horror element still good game good game mm. good game and yeah i think the funniest thing is you know trading trading in fish getting in getting the money and then upgrading your ship um which is an interesting, like, Resident Evil 4 inventory mm. minigame where you basically, uh, you can have a net on your ship that, like, trawls a sea floor. Um, and there's, like, different types of nets. So there are nets that only work in shallow areas, areas that are, like, uh, like mangroves and very swampy and bayou areas. There are nets that only work in very deep sea and stuff like that so there's different types of you know fishing hooks and fishing nets um because i think there's about four or five different like biomes in okay in the game world which is quite small seems big at the start when you've got a very slow ship but when you upgraded everything it does it is quite small mm. um really but yeah it's so you've got space for like lamps uh, fishing hooks, um, nets, and uh, like propellers, um, engines. Uh, so it's about 
using your Resident Evil 4 inventory puzzle and rotating things. So right. as many things you can fit in your inventory, and that includes fish, like um, materials to upgrade your ship, like rope and wood and stuff like that, and yeah, everything. So that's fun. That's another element of nice, uh, nice. the fun. They, they just put, a, you know, a few not overwhelmingly expansive mechanics in this game, mm -hmm. nailed every single one of them, polished it to hell, and made a very good video game. Amazing. You know? Good. And that's what Dredge is. It's really good. Nice. So nice. I, I just can't imagine it, doesn't, it does. Mm -hmm. But does it kind of have any... <coughs> social commentary on fishing and stuff like do you are, you are you trawling the sea and you'll pick up like a dolphin and they're like oh shit this was a terrible idea or you know that kind of the, the, the <laughs> shit stuff that dolphins, comes along I did with wonder, you know, yeah i did wonder if you can catch dolphins i don't think you can um but what i did like was because i was thinking if i'm just gonna like trawl the sea floor and pick up everything you know there won't be any fish left and yeah. like future generations will be screwed um but no like immediately it goes um i think you get this like this little book that you can read well not you personally but your character mm -hmm. like reads as they are you know as they can sleep to pass the day cycle right. or whatever and it's basically about sustainable fishing and it's like oh, if you nice. If you, you know, fish too much in one certain area, and it even tells you when you fish there how plentiful the stocks are. So it's like, okay, there's this area is rife with fish, and then it goes, okay, depleted. Mm. And then it's like, they're all gone now. Um, I think they eventually come back, but it does have that. I liked that it had that, 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 that very simple but crucial message. Nice, like, that's good. If you fish too much in the same place, there ain't going to be anything left. Does it back it up? <laughs> yeah. Like, is it like, oh, the, oh, you've you've destroyed all life. Now the eldritch horror is, you know, coming from this emanating that would from be this fun. area. Like, that would be fun. Maybe you should have been a writer on the game. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it it, it's just, it just states it very matter of fact. Sure. Um, and it's just like, yeah, yeah, rightly so. And um, so yeah, and and it also added. Something else to the gameplay loop. It's like just fishing in the same area all mm. the time would be boring and no challenge to it. So, so yeah. Um, yes, I like Dredge. Good. Dredge is good. Nice. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, it, it's one of those games that I really want to play. Um, yeah. But, uh, Thank you for the code. No, no worries. <laughs> Knowing that it's only about 15 or, or, or could be less than 15 hours is mm -hmm. quite nice. Yeah. Um, I mean, even for me at the moment, that's like a month of game time. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, no, but that's the thing. Like, it, from the previews and stuff, I didn't see much of it because I was like, when I first saw it, I was like, okay, this is a game that I probably want to play. I won't pay attention to it. But I've liked the small previews that I did read and uh, watch. Mm. It, or even just my own, I don't know, my own bias. And I, I thought it would be something that had a much longer tale. I didn't know there was like a story and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And I'm glad it doesn't. I'm glad it's not a massive sim and, and something that actually has an ending. Those are the kinds of sims that I want to play, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Nice. Mm -hmm. Nice. Um, mm -hmm. I will, I, I suppose I'll jump in and very, very briefly mention, um, I have played, well, played. I've started uh, a game and I have another game which I'm uh, very much ready to start when I find some time to do so um, I found that uh, Terra Nil which is oh, yeah. the free oh, what are they called, free hands um, developed, developed digital published um, kind of environmental sim um, mm -hmm. is part of Netflix games so I've downloaded it onto my mobile. Oh. Um, it's about 20 quid on Steam. So if you've got Netflix yeah, and you fancy a game like that, that's an absolute steal. Uh, the only difference will be touch controls versus yeah. mouse. This looks like a very mouse and keyboardy game. So it does. It does. Um, through kind of playing the first level, there's a little bit of... Uh, um, 
error when you're trying to place some items, but there is a big tick box and a big cross box. So if you're not happy with the position, you can keep moving it, you can change where it is, you can move, you know, a, a swipe to move the map uh, view around and then place the item that you want. Um, it isn't too difficult if you're like, cool, I want this item, which might be, you know, a, a wind turbine. So I, I get some energy, and following that, it's then, I can't remember what they call it, but basically something that cultivates the soil. So then the, the soil can then be turned into grass. Um, yeah. Placing those kinds of items isn't too bad. You, know, you click on the one that you want to place, you tap on the screen where you want it, okay, cool, fat end of my finger, I've hit the one next mm -hmm. to the box. Easy enough to just move it on to the one yeah, that I want yeah. it to. But that's not really a problem. It is happening <laughs> okay. with almost every other kind of placement. So there's a little bit of fiddling yeah. with, with that. Uh -huh. But it's there's no like time limit on the game. You're not pressured into this kind of thing. It is just a oh, I'll just I'll just move it. Fine, whatever. Yeah, um, so, minor annoyance. Yeah, yeah. So um, the precision isn't I mean, quite there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, but it, it, it's I played I played more of the demo which I played on Steam last year at some point um, okay. than I have done on the mobile version of the game. So I can't really speak much to it or to that version, really. Um, I'm still kind of on the first level. Um, I fucked up. I had to retry. It's a game in which <laughs> okay. you can very easily spend all of the, uh, I don't even know what they call them, credits, I suppose, leaves, I think they're uh, designated as. But you can spend all of those uh, placing these items and you need to get a cultivation level. You know, you need to grass the whole map, essentially. We get to 90% uh -huh. of grass or, or whatever. And there's lots of different buildings that allow you to do that. So some which will go, put this in the river and it will calcify the earth and create rocks. Cool. I can only put wind turbines on rocks. So now I can put a wind turbine there, which gives me power in this area, which means I can then enrich the soil. It means I can then grow grass uh -huh. and progress through from there. Um, so it's it's a very light strategy game with yeah. that kind of environmental message, I suppose. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. very much kind the of... world's doomed kind of thing. Oh, yeah, you, you, you've arrived at this yeah. kind of um, desolate landscape. And it's sort of saying, you know, you need to rewild this place. Um, and uh, um, as I know from the demo, there's different... Bi Again, like Dredge, there's different biomes um, or different, at least, things that will allow you to go, this is now a forest or this is uh, meadows or this is something else. Um, uh, so, speaking of nature, hmm. uh, I just need to run to the loop. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. like, it's all right. You may continue talking. Dance, dance for two minutes. Ad. I'll play an ad. Yeah. Okay. And then I'll edit <laughs> around it. In some way, I don't even know where the ads old are. Lady, the ads. Old lady bladder. Apologies, <laughs> I'm getting older. Run. It's the march of time. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and I'm back. Hooray. Hooray. Did you figure out how to play the ad? I did. Yeah. Oh, well done. Well done. <laughs> There's a big button that says run one minute ad. I'm like, cool, I'll do that one. I won't fuck around with any of these different kind of time frames or shit. Like, yeah, just just do that. I shall make a brief note. Cool. Thank you. That's all right. Um, yeah, I, I suppose I need a lot more time with it uh, um, oh. to see. And as I say, I played more on the demo than I've currently played on the mobile version, so I know a little bit of what's to come. Um, yeah. But it would be good to see how that evolves over whatever that playtime might be. Whether it is just incredibly open-ended. It's like, great, now you've unlocked all 15, 20 building types. You can just go into every generated map and just do it again. And, yeah. and, and, you know, whether it's got that kind of high score element to it, I don't know. Uh, uh, but, yeah, I'll report back in the coming weeks, I suppose, when I've been able to put a little bit more time 
into it. Um, and the other game, which I'm not... I mean, I haven't started it. So even if I wanted to talk about it, which I'm not allowed to, I can't because I haven't played it, um, is The Last <laughs> Worker, uh, which I have oh, yeah, ready, to, yeah. ready to go. Um, the, I've seen this kicking around for a yeah, while. Yeah, yeah, it's been kicking yeah. around for a while. I think I saw a demo last year, or at least a, a trailer. It was announced maybe uh, um, at one of the events, some event somewhere. Yeah, it's like a spin-off game on Playdate. Oh, is there? <laughs> it's interesting, Ooh, yeah. From the same developer? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I I don't know much about it. I've just seen it like in a lot of press releases. So mm-hmm. maybe it's been a bit longer development than expected, or uh, I don't know. I could be speaking out my ass. So <laughs> yeah, just bear that it, in mind. It but, must yeah, be I've seen it kicking around. Yeah, and it must be releasing. I mean, it might be this week. The embargo is tomorrow on the thirtieth. Mm-hmm. Um, to give review, so I can say that I'm going to play it. I can say that I have a code mm-hmm. for it, um, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, it looks at least from the trailers and things very good. It's it's a yeah. definitely a kind of narrative with a very political kind of edge um, that I'm mm-hmm. very up for at the moment. Um, yeah, very anti-capitalist. Yes, absolutely. As we were talking before um, we started recording, it may be of the moment as well for yeah. several communities and, and people. So it'd be interesting to see how all of that is handled. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Again, when I'll find some time. I think Kim's out tomorrow, so I might okay. sit and start it tomorrow evening um, while the kids are I'm asleep. So to yeah. Yeah, it might be next week that I give some sort of initial impressions. It might be the week after or something when I've actually sort of played through most of it. But I shall return to both Terra Nil and The Last Worker in the next few weeks. Um, There there was another game I think you wanted to discuss. Yes! It's called Deckham. Oh, yeah. And it is a, well, card game. Wouldn't call it a deck building. Is it just like solitaire? Yeah, solitaire style (laughs) card game. Um, And it's very colourful. I really love the colour palette. It's just very cartoonish. I mean, you can't help but think of like a little bit of punch outy because it's it's based on like, you know, boxing, Um, but it's in a card game. And it's very much a. I'd say it's more of a game of chance than is a game that is like, you know, very strategic, you know, build your deck, this and that. Mm-hmm. Because it's basically, it's, it's sort of like a roguelike. It's like, how far can you go with whatever RNG this is going to deal out to you? Yep. So it's basically uh, a, I think it's two, two, two rows. Is that right? Yes. Two rows, four columns. Um, the bottom row, you have... I'm going to have to get this up, like an image, so I can just mm-hmm. remember properly. Um, so just, just bring it up. Is it on the Steam page? Yeah. Does it show you on there? Yes, it is. I'll pause it on that one. So, um, you you can pick a fighter. Um, uh, I think there's three, at least. Maybe there's more to unlock, but I've only seen three so far. Mm-hmm. And you pick a fighter and there's basically one of the um, gaps is for your fighter. And then either side of them is punch and block. And the fourth space is your corner where you can, like, you know, stash health in there. Um, okay. In between rounds, if you ever... <laughs> Usually when I get the health, I need to use it straight away. Because <laughs> um, my character's going to die, but you can put it... Theoretically, you can put it in the corner. And then on... That's the bottom row. And on the top row is basically uh, the fighters you're playing against. The boxes that... Sometimes it's more than one. Which is like, okay. Uh, it's more than one card, I guess. So it's like... But when you're fighting boxing rings only against one other person, that's a little that's a little bugbear, and I'll get to okay. that later. But anyway... Um, the the upper cards is basically who you're fighting against, 
um, and basically the cards that are drawn out of the pack, which can be, you know, attack cards, block cards. The thing is that you have to drag the attack card onto your from from that row onto your row. Right. Okay. Um, and same with block, and same with health, and stuff like that. And then, basically, your fighter has, you know, um, certain certain number which represents their health. Uh, the the opponent, um, whatever number is on their card, is how much damage they'll deal. And to soak up that damage, you obviously um, now this is my bugbear. When you're attacking, basically you have to. It's not automatic. You have. To, it's not like it's done by rounds. Okay, you assemble your cards, and then you press play, and basically, you know, your your round is finished, and then the opponent like automatically attacks. It's mm-hmm. like you have to basically drag the attacker onto your cards. It's. It, <sighs> It's not automated in that sense, and that's kind of like I don't know. It just takes out like some of the frill I get from like right. playing strategic card games. It's like I've got all my ducks in a row, everything in order. I've done the mathematics that's in my head, and then I'm like, okay, end turn, and then the enemy does what they need to do. It's like no, you have to drag their attacks onto your cards, and there's something a bit okay. <sighs> It's something of it, I I just don't like it. It's like mm-hmm. I feel like I'm playing like a competitive card game rather than a solitaire like. Yeah. But it is more of a solitaire like than than like a deck building, you know, competitive card game, and that kind of like eh, that annoys me a bit. But anyway, it's just about basically look at the draw. If you draw, like you can do, I think one redraw per match. But if you draw like okay, you only have so much um, to block, you only have so much health, your attack is only going to knock out one of the cards up there. Sometimes it's just like, okay, you're pot out of luck. Sure. Nothing you can do. And, you know, you get knocked out in the fourth round or something like that. And it's like, mm, okay, all right. It's it's not a game with a lot of depth, a lot of strategic depth. It's it's very much a a more simplified card game that has more elements of like solitaire, um, mm-hmm. just doing what you can with, you know, the cards that you've drawn and the others that you were given. Um, then actually, oh, I guess even solitaire is a bit more because every game of solitaire can technically be won. So it's just like, hmm, it's it's a. It's a bit frustrating in that sense if you don't know what you're getting into. I thought it might have a bit more strategy, a bit more depth, a bit more planning going into okay. it. Um, but it's more of a okay. You just have to get lucky a lot. Maybe maybe there's something that I haven't unlocked that's a bit more you know tactical or something. But is there a as of kind yet? Of... Uh, you know, like a limited amount of, of things. So if you're dragging a card down onto the attack or punch um, area, mm-hmm. it, are there like ten different types of punch, or or have you come across like two? Yeah, yeah, no, there are different ones. Yeah. Like there's a the, there's a sucker punch, which basically just knocks out the enemy in like in like one. Nice. Um, okay. Yeah, uh, there are different types of things in there and uh, different different cards that you will come across, but uh, I just think it lacks depth. Right. I think it's something that's just very, it, you know, maybe it, I'd, I'd equate it to like a mobile game or something right, okay. like that, where it's like, you just pop it open, have, have, you know, go through a few rounds, see how far you can get. And yeah, sort of like an auto runner almost, mm. but I don't want to be disparaging in that sense, but it is something like, that you'd open up just to pass the time a bit. There's no, you know, deep thought going into it, no strategizing or anything like that. But yeah. Um, but for the price point, it's what? Did I say £2.49? pence? I mean... Yeah, yeah. And it's very colourful. The art's really fun. It's, it's and you know, the tutorial's simple. And it just gets you straight into it. It's just... 
Yeah, it lacks it. Okay. But, um, Have you got anything? I mean, Frosty Pop are the developers, and I really like them. I, you know, they make a lot of mobile games. Yes. Um, uh, like a lot of their games have been on like Apple Arcade, and this seems like something that would be perfect for that, mm. where there's no microtransactions. You know, there's there's nothing where you're going to need like mouse and keyboard controls to do, you know, intense Magic the Gathering strategizing or something mm-hmm. like that. And yeah, it would just be good with a, you know, touchpad, just swiping around and just kill time for 10 minutes. Um, but as a, don't go into it thinking it's like a in-depth um, fit building card strategy game yeah. at all. Yeah. Is, is there any kind of overworld or, or anything outside of the kind of uh, battles or is it just, I finished this battle now, I will go into another one? Yeah, you gain in-game coins. Right. Um... And I think you can like basically double or nothing. And I'm a coward, so I never do double. <laughs> I just like take the money. <laughs> but um, yeah, just because I've been just like going through the rounds, I, 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 I don't. What do you spend the money on? This <laughs> has just like occurred to me. Now. <laughs> you've just amassed a fortune, uh, and you've you just sat on it. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I'll come back to you <laughs> next week, I guess. <laughs> um, trying to look at the review, see if they mention anything about the, um, the in-game currency. No, not that I've seen. But yeah, it's, mm. it, it's very simple. Mm-hmm. It's very, it's very simple. Um, it's got a very, you know, cartoony network, I guess, uh, art style. To yeah. It. Very, yeah. It's like. Guess hey on all of it, um, but yeah, I, I it's good. Just know what you're getting in for, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, it, it looks very light. Yeah, very light. Yeah, but that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. I, I just think um, I would have. I would have liked e- even me, who's not like massively. I'm not a deal. Um, you know, I'm not massively into very strategic card games mm-hmm. except when I am and then I get obsessive about it like inscription <laughs> but um, on the surface I'm not I wish this had a bit more depth and a bit more I, I guess puzzly aspects to it but, um, yeah. just having a look to see if it is on mobile as well mm. or if it's just um, uh, a Steam release or at least not on Android. Uh, yeah. It's not on Android. Yeah. It doesn't doesn't exist on Android. Um, I, I think it's a really good fit for uh, mobile. And Frosty Pop put a lot of their games on mobile anyway. Yeah. So that's a that's a head scratcher. That yeah, yeah. Maybe it's more, um, more of a kind of foray into the PC market and and Steam. Um, c- clicking on Frosty Pop. It takes you to three games. Uh, the Pinball Wizard, which came out in October of last year. Deckham, which came out at the start of this month. And then a game called Escape from the Red Planet, which came out a week after Deckham. Um, and all three games are Frosty Pop developed and self-published. That's, that's a lot. Uh, and that's just on Steam. Yeah. Um, I'll go to the... Actual website. Well, I was going to say, I'm not sure if Android allows me to search for developer. Uh, <coughs> there is a game called um, Frosty Pop Matched 3 Puzzle on Android. Mm-hmm. Of course. Um, yeah, like a few of these I've played. Oh, um, this is a true story, which was on Netflix, and that was about oh. um, this very short... Uh, narrative game about uh, this woman living in like you know uh, poverty in Africa and having to walk to the well for like you know six hours a day yep that was actually pretty good um this looks familiar what's this Crispy Street which is just a hidden object game it's basically where's one Crispy Street like <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah a lot of their games are on um Apple Arcade. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think they're a mainstay there. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, they are, at least in the last few years, they are very prolific. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I, I, oh, yeah. I cannot see. So this, this is a true story. I've gone onto their um, page on Android, on the Google Play Store, and I mm. can see nowhere because it's a Netflix published game. I can't mm. see anything about Frosty Pop at all. So see details. Yeah. It doesn't tell me. It gives me like, oh, this uses this kind of data collection. Um, it doesn't tell me anything about the game. You'd imagine that it was there, but it is not. Yeah, I mean, just on their website, one game is on Nintendo Switch. Oh yeah. Three games are on Steam. They got a really nice website. Um, just like this is what you want from like a very pretty video game pub yeah. uh, publisher developer website. Uh, Netflix, they've got five games on there and this is like a service that doesn't have a lot of games anyway mm. um apple arcade they've got five games app store oh, we've got one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen 15, uh about 16 games wow okay um so yeah yeah nice, nice. Uh, yeah absolutely the games are good the games are you know do have much depth to them, but they're just mm. like fun little experiences and well made. So, yeah. so yeah, I think this would work perfectly on. Um, says on the app store though, Deccan is on there, so let's have a look. Oh, yeah, it's on there and it's free. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the in-game purchase, in-app purchases are. So yeah, you you might get us. like the first level or something, and it makes. Oh, you... it says um, no in-app purchases. Oh, asterisks, good. asterisks. Tips welcome. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> fair. Oh, so yeah, there's yeah, a tip yeah. jar. That's that's smart. I like that. I like that. Yeah, that's I nice. mean, obviously, it has to be declared on Apple's website, but I like the fact that it's just like, okay, I like this game. I want to pay them. Mm-hmm. I, I'm glad that, you know, usually if it's like, okay, either buy the game or just watch the ads or something, it's nice when you can just buy the game outright. Mm-hmm. But I think that's nice that it's like, there's no ads, there's no, nothing like that, but you can tip them. Absolutely. More, more, more apps should do that. Yeah, definitely. I like that. Definitely. That's cool. Nice. Good. Um, that seems like a. A good place for us to finish this week. Um, you can save any other experiences um, or anything other for. Oh, I'm gone. Just a just an aside. Mm. Uh, is it fights in tight spaces? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I think if you want like a game that has like combat and you know uses cards and stuff like that and strategy, that is a good, good, good alternative. Yeah, I, we uh, Adol reviewed the game, I think. So there is yeah, yeah. some Tanked Up episode with us talking about that. that. Yeah. Uh, there's also, I think, um, if people want to see it a little bit more in depth than just the Steam sort of uh, uh, trailers and things we'll give, Adol did do a first looks for it as well. Mm. So we do have something on our YouTube page which people can go and have a look at for tights and fight spaces. I'm going to download that to my Steam Deck. Nice. That should work very Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, I don't think it's quite the John Wick simulator um, that <laughs> it maybe for or Matrix esque simulator it's, that it kind of first appears to be from the trailers. It's, it's good. But yeah, it's good. I mean, it's good. <laughs> I think it's closer. I think it's the closest we've got to John Wick. Mm. Um, in that sense, but so yeah, I need to get back to it. Yeah, nice. nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let's return to our beers then. Um, this uh, Tartarus Ogun. Um, it, it stayed pretty consistent, even when it warmed up slightly. It stayed pretty consistent with that lovely smooth start, and then that bitterness. I think my palate adjusted the more I drank, and the bitterness became less harsh. The, uh-huh. the more I experienced it. That would be the only change, I think. And towards the end of the beer then, it became a little smoother through the whole kind of experience of it. Take a sip and it is smooth from the start. And yes, it does bitter, but it stays a little bit smoother. It's a lighter bitterness when you're kind of halfway through the, the bottle. Uh, but yeah, I really like this. This is a really nice beer. 
Um, lots of lovely roasted coffee, really dark chocolate notes uh, on it. Um, and, and kind of perfect, but didn't taste much difference, as I said, between like five, six degrees and then the kind of maybe eight to nine degrees that it kind of finished out on. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, really, really good from Tartarus. Good, good. I like Tartarus. Yeah. yeah. Um, they do a lot of sours, I think. They do, again, incredibly prolific brewery. I mm-hmm. think they had like ten different beers in the bottle shop when I went in there across, <laughs> across like yeah. a ridiculous <laughs> range of beer as well. It wasn't mm-hmm. like ten stouts. It was mm-hmm. two stouts. A couple of pails, some dippers, some yeah, IPAs, yeah. some sours. You know, Barley just, wine, everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In, are they in Scotland? Um, Horse Forth. That must be. Scotland. That must. No, that's sure. like Leeds. <laughs> that's like Leeds. Yeah. Is that Leeds way. Yeah. Yes, Leeds. <laughs> a quick Google. Who am I thinking of there in Scotland? I can't remember. Um, doesn't matter. You know, you know, you know. It's a good city. It's a great city, Birmingham. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. And that's where <laughs> it's not true. Uh, <laughs> no, it is. It is because they we have Glass House, and they've made probably my favourite beer, or at least one of my favourite. Mm-hmm. Is it my favourite beer? It's up there. There's also been, um, yeah, uh, these Brew York beers, which are just maybe these are from last year. I can't remember, but these these cans of beauty. Um, <laughs> what is it? Is this one barrel aged or whatever? What a state of mind edition, twenty twenty three beers. Those have just been incredible. I always say this about Brew York. Yeah. Don't care about anything they do other than their stouts. I think they're the best brewer in the country at making stouts, mm. in my opinion. The stouts that I want to drink. <laughs> the ones that are just decadent. But um, anyway, Glass House. Uh, yeah, they should make more dippers. Yeah. It's very good. It's just It's just fruity, 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 fruity goodness all the way. Yeah, you could smash ten back and not even. I wouldn't even feel guilty afterwards. <laughs> you know, I mean? it's one of those where it's like, I wouldn't even feel guilty. I wouldn't care. You know, I'd be like, this is what life is. Enjoy it. You know, <laughs> this is what you enjoy in life. But um, the only reason I didn't smash it back is because I needed the toilet halfway. Yeah, through, yeah. So <laughs> otherwise, it wouldn't be. Good. <laughs> so, yeah, might might pick up some more if I get to. a Beer shop that actually has some. Nice. Um, That's fair. So this is it's a great yeah. beer. Now you get so to experience it. Seek it out. You know, for the next sort of fifteen minutes or so as well. So a uh, nice, nice tail on that. Five seconds. Yeah. Five just, seconds. We finish and just a <laughs> gone instantly. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, nice. Um, dear listener, if you'd like to tell us about the beers that you've been drinking. Or the games that you've been playing, you can do so in lots of different ways. Uh, we are at Tanked Up Cast on all of the socials. I'm at Nova underscore 47, and Lucy is. Juicy Loose 9. I almost feel like I need to caveat when I say all of the socials. It's not. We're not on every single social media thing. In some. In You're not some on the MySpace. Places. Not on. What? Does my, is MySpace alive? Can I have like Papa so. Roach? There's a song when you come on to two friends my, on you know, MySpace because I hated it. Yeah, two I, friends. It's great. One of them was my cousin. <laughs> so, yeah. Friends. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I made fake MySpace accounts <laughs> and just made up two people. <laughs> one was called Jane Lucy and one was called Lucy Lucy Jane. <laughs> <laughs> Like just totally, you know, so you can absolutely see that you've made these people up as well. It's just a picture of you from a slightly different angle, just looking down a little bit. Nice. Um, where was I? Yes. Um, join us on Discord where you can come and chat about beers and games as well. Um, that's where we mostly live on the internet these days, uh, um, as tanked up and as out of lives. Uh, you can also go to outofice.net and look at the various articles, reviews, and see our beautiful faces on the video version of the podcast. Or go to YouTube if you don't fancy going to 
the website for some reason uh, and find us there. Uh, rate and review us in your podcast service of choice because that is always helpful and very much appreciated. Uh, Lucy, would you like to finish out on anything for the episode? Praise the sunshine. When is it coming back? I want someone to be here. I want to drink beers. We've no regrets. It feels like it's so far away, doesn't it? No, we've got hope. Tomorrow. I'm going to do my sun dance. Instead of a rain dance, let's do the sun dance. Absolutely, you should. Uh, That'll work. The weather suggests it's going to just piss down all day tomorrow. Um, Uh, Yeah. There's like, there's things. There's things in my garden that I want to bring inside, and like, it's raining. Mm. I don't want it to be in the rain. You I also don't want to go out to in the rain. You actually have adult things to do. Yeah. I just want to go out and drink beer in a beer garden. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That would be nice. So, to be fair, mm-hmm. was it Monday or... Yeah, Monday night. Um, mm-hmm. We had dinner. We, we brought Evelyn back from school. Uh, or I got Evelyn from school. Kind of uh, did a little bit more work. Had dinner early-ish, and we were kind of done. We were we were finished with dinner by like half five, and came yeah. on, let's go to the pub. Like yes, okay, go on then. And we went around to the pub, uh-huh. and it was kind of a little bit cloudy, not too bad. It was pretty sunny still, and we sat in the pub. As soon as the sun went behind the houses, it was fucking freezing. Um, so there's, there's still that. Yes, the sun may be out, but yeah. actually, kind of if you if you stay out just that little bit too long, you're just frozen in place. For the rest of the night yeah. until the sun comes up again. But, but, but to be fair, I'd rather I don't I don't mind the cold mm-hmm. as long as the sun's out. You know yeah. what I mean? It's the yeah. grey. It's been the constant grey. Mm-hmm. It's just been sad. I mean, to tell you how sad it is, I've like watched like five seasons of Friends in like the last <laughs> four days. Brilliant. To tell you <laughs> what the was like and how much I don't want to go out in it. So yeah, yeah. Fair. Fair. I mean, there there are <laughs> other things you can do with your your time, but whilst it's great, no, why not? Why would That's I? It. Yeah. Why would I? Might as well. Absolutely. <laughs> Good. Um, so there are all the places that we inhabit, the beers that we drank, and the games that we played. Thank you for joining us this week. We've been tanked up, and we'll see you soon. Goodbye. Bye. Ciao. www.outoflives.net.